It's another episode of Podcast and Bullshit. And Kayla doesn't sound like a fucking robot. Yay! You've been cured of your cyborg status. You've been purged, if you will. Yeah. uh, I do have a Spiro R2-D2 now. So there's at least one robot in this house. That's what happened. You had to, like, channel all your robotness of your previous uh, internet into R2-D2. So. And it's so cute, and I can control it with my phone. Does it have and an idle mode? Does it like just do its own thing? Yeah, you can put it on patrol mode, and just let it like roll around. I'm kind of okay with that. How does it work on carpeting? I don't know because I have hardwood floor on most of my apartment. Oh well, there you go. You're you're like the ideal candidate for this thing. I am my I'm, new apartment. I'm Dylan, by the is way. Sorry. Amazing. I am Kayla. I'm the oh. audio editor slash. Uh, <laughs> person who appears on all the podcasts yep i i introduce everybody and then sit quietly hey that I only happened last week because your internet was that bad it was awful it was and, and then and then awful. the NTL had a very insightful conversation about wrestling games hey man so. there was an episode that we lost of, of pnb that i structured into an actual episode because kaylee wasn't talking for that much yeah it was it was Pretty rough, and God bless you for doing that because I would. That was, it, it wasn't that hard. Fantastic. It, yeah. it was just a couple moments where it's like, well, there's no Kayla audio, and we try to like team team you team you up for like a response, but it's like, all right, there, there, there's Kayla's, Kayla's answer. Nothing. Kayla's nothing. Yep. Thank <laughs> God I am out of that. I have 400 megabytes a, a second. Now. All right. Yes. It's You're gonna be hosting these calls from here to eternity. I have Alexa. That's, that's over here. I have an Alexa. I have a Philips Hue that changes colors. Oh, Lord. You're setting uh, yourself up for the globalist future. I. This is great. Uh, uh, it's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> yes. Yes. See, yes. I, I, hope, I hope we get to the point where, you know, we have, like, mood lighting or something. Like, your phone, based on how you're gripping it, well, like, react to your lights and turn it like, oh, if you're angry and, like, really clenching your phone, you're, the lights will turn red. Like, I can make my lights turn red. Batshit crazy mood lighting. Yep. I love that. I can, I can probably, yeah, so hue, the hue lights, you can actually make different scenes where I could do, like, a bright red light and then name it something. And then I could tell Alexa if I hooked these up together, like, I synced them together, I could be like, oh, hey, Alexa, make my room angry. Alexa, play... Play Pony by Genuine and have my room be dark purple. Yeah, I'm pretty and sure that can boom. happen. <laughs> and have it like in a, in the very, very subtle strobe effect. Yeah. But uh, I'm not the only one here. I gotta say. Nope, because yeah. uh, no. there's Robert. Say hello, Robert. Even though you just talked. Live from Pittsburgh, it's Robert Beach. There you go. And Travis Three Foster. miles away from... <laughs> anyway, never mind. I was going to say alive from Pittsburgh, but that's too soon. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I was at a wedding, and my friend was like, hey, so just so you know, we had it. And I was like, don't even. Don't, don't say it. Don't say anything. We're enjoying ourselves. And she's like, synagogue. And I was like, you fucking kidding me. Oh, uh, that used to be a Simpsons punchline. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It used to be. It's not no more. Uh, and Travis synagogue. Foster, say hello, Travis. Say hello, Travis. From the depths of the internet, I have arisen. In this, the spookiness of spooky days, welcome friends to All Hollows Podcast. With me, your main man on the inside, Transylvania, Foulstar. 
You do know this that when this episode goes up, it's going to be November first. Transylvania Foster. <laughs> Transylvania right, Foster right, is enough. a is year round. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know he reps All Saints Day? It's always Transylvania season. It's always ghoulish ghoul time in the Goulberg. That is every Sunville. Every podcast has an own street. In your deepest dreams, I am there, frightening you. I'm gonna leave now. So I, I, I am kind of also in the Halloween spirit. I was watching. Um, uh, it's a great pumpkin trolley round. I forgot that like the first half is just set up for the. <coughs> For the fucking trick-or-treating, and then the second half is just like six or seven just little vignettes that are like two minutes long. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. plan on watching was... that movie on Halloween while I day drink after I vote uh, early. <laughs> uh, yes, that is my that is my Halloween. That is a, that is a great... Nothing is more great spooky, spooky than the pass. election system, yeah. 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 Nothing spookier than another term of Ted Cruz. Uh... Uh... Let me tell you a story about <laughs> gerrymandering. <laughs> the, the unfuckable Butterman. Un- <laughs> <laughs> oh, with a candidate so scary, his children are even frightened of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me tell you about the man who is in charge of deciding who votes, and yet is being voted in. Well, <laughs> I, for one, welcome his his career in uh, um, being as a guest appearance on uh, Fox News. Oh, I know. He's actually on NBC, MSNBC. I can't wait for him to be the... It's like, oh, well, the president just... He just killed... He just threatened to kill every Hispanic American. Uh, we're going to take you live to Ted well, Cruz. Uh, well, you know, maybe if people weren't um, being, being nasty at restaurants, then the president wouldn't be so mean. I mean, yes, he did call my, uh, my he did call my wife uh, ugly, but you know, I mean, yes, he also called my father a murderer, but he's still a decent guy. All right, uh, let's go to Jordan know, Peterson this, for your take on the subject. This oh well, oh so well. Mad just thinking about it. I really, I don't think you should be Hi ho! I don't really think you should be. Uh, you should uh, clean up your rooms, but also don't look at my room because it's also you know, a, little, a little dirty because I, I am uh, an outrageous alcoholic sometimes and uh, I don't know how to handle my liquor. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, it's, the, it's the woman's fault for everything. If you keep your room clean, all you have to do is really keep your room clean, and that's how you get the patriarchy to be back. I and and uh, that's, that's what oh mother my told God. me. Uh, and then Kayla leaves the episode because she's so <laughs> angry. So really, we should really have our society move more like lobsters because uh, we too are also like unkillable uh, creatures <laughs> so that can never die of natural causes. You know. Hey, look, as as the resident incel of fear, <laughs> I, I I don't like any of this conversation. Uh, so angry. <laughs> personally attacked. I, you you uh, cannot besmirch my favorite living Muppet. Uh, <laughs> somebody, che- somebody, check his butt area. I'm sure. I'm sure it's 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 hand sized. You know, anyway, I, I, I can't wait till of... like phase eight of the of the MCU when they bring out Hate Monger and it's starring Jordan Peterson. Oh God! Oof, speaking of goodness. speaking of Halloween stuff, I went to Tallahassee and saw a Halloween showcase thing. That sounds amazing. You should tell it... us more about it. Sure. Uh, All right, so, so you walked outside, and you just planted yourself there on a chair and just watched. 
Yes. Uh, so I drove to Tallahassee. I murdered a bird on the way. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. You know what? Birds are stupid. I'm uh, putting it out there. And then, yeah, so I went to Tallahassee. Uh, Laser Time did like a a little live uh, show where Chris showed some old cartoons. And, of course, I'm over there being a nerd. It's like, oh, yeah, this is animated by GMS. Look at this animation. <laughs> Like we, because like he showed, and I don't want to give it away because I think he's going to put it on the Patreon, uh, Lee Shine's Patreon, so people can check it out. So he was already this, trying to do that, yeah. Yeah, by the time this comes out, it'll probably be already out. So like, when like when he was showing like cause he was showing some of the you know cartoons, but like he showed like the original animatic of like it was like a test animatic for Ghostbusters, but it's just like it's basically just like the cartoon set to the music of. Ray Parker Jr.'s, like, Ghostbusters theme song, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, Tiny Tunes, you're like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, the animation's, like, so good and so fluid. It's like, oh, yeah, it's TMS. You're like, what? Like, I didn't know What's that TMS? T- it's like, I didn't know it's TMS. And then I'm like, oh, that's right. I forgot. I'm a really big animation nerd. You forgot. What am I doing? Yeah, I mean, I forget that sometimes. You're the teacher's pet in that, in that crew there, and then in that audience. It's, it's, it's like, my dude, come on. Well, let, let others have a chance. <laughs> no, the thing that was like kind of weird to me. So, like, he showed uh, *Princess and the Frog*, Doctor Facilier, which, by the way, I would have chosen. I would have used the Doctor Facilier when he gets taken by the creature. Oh, the, uh, the end with the repri- the reprise, if you will. The reprise. Yeah. I think that's a better. I think it's a better spooky, spooky cut. I mean, but he I ends up as like, a face on a, on, a, on a tombstone. Yes. Um, Great movie, by the way. But yeah, so he's like, he's doing the whole doc, and he's like, who is it? And I, you know, I say Keith David. He looks at me, he's like, yes, of course you would say Keith David. I was like, I don't know how I'm supposed to take this, Chris. What are you, what are you doing with me right now? Like, I love <laughs> Keith David. Technically, but, no, t- you know, I thought he was going to spin it to like, well, the singing portion was done by this character actor. Because that's no, no, a, a lot of Disney shows actually did it, but no, I, I know it was actually Keith David. Well, I mean, so the only one that's big like that is in The Lion King. I was going to mention Irons. that. Yeah, Jeremy yeah. Irons didn't do any of Be Prepared pretty much. No, no, he did do Be Prepared, but he blew out his lung. Exactly. Like, so, But like, most of it, even like the chorus, is um, Jim Cummings. No, it's not the chorus. So he does really? the whole opening. Yes. I Trust me, that's my favorite Disney, Disney movie and the one that me and my sister know soundtrack By heart. for word. Uh, yeah. So when he's doing the whole opening spiel... He is like it's it's uh, Jeremy Irons until he gets to the part where he's like, "You won't get a sniff without me," because he blows his lung out, and that it, literally after that part. So the rest of it is Jim Cummings, and if you listen to it, it sounds more like Pete, you know, than Jafar, than Jafar, than Scar, right? Because it's all Jim Cummings at that point. So you could definitely tell the difference between Jeremy Irons and Jim Cummings when they when the when the singing comes in. You could tell the difference of the cutoff. Right. You pay attention to it. Hmm. And there's your fun, fun Disney fact. See, AM, AMA me anything about fucking Disney? Why? Songs. Why didn't you? Uh, my while we were watching Charlie Brown, uh, Great Pumpkin, there was fucking Disney Trivia HQ where they had like a special format where. Um, you they do as many questions as it took until you got down to the last one hundred, and then those last one hundred would split the pot, and it was like a twenty five thousand dollar pot. And I'm like, man, I can do Disney trivia. It's easy. And then it's just like, what was Mickey's original name? And I'm like, fuck, I don't. Oh, it's Mortimer. Well, I'm an idiot. Yeah, Mortimer Mouse. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, well, 
so glad, yeah, I mean, glad you were here. You know, yeah, obviously one of the one of the um, shorts that they showed is one that Chris always brings up on Laser Time a lot. Uh, the brain dead, like the last like animated dis, uh, Mickey Mouse short or whatever. The one where it's just like a werewolf zombie thing or whatever. Yeah, where he yeah, gets but, mad at video game. So I don't. Yes, uh, where he's like, where he's like, like this weird. It's like this weird like. Seven Dwarfs fighting game, and I was like, <laughs> "Bring that to Evo." I'm going Please, to, I'm, going to cl- I'm going to clip that and just like bring that to Evo. Dope. Uh, I almost said dopey Smurf. God damn it, fucking Smurfs. <laughs> um, but so, like, he's showing it, but then I totally forgot. Like, so Mickey does this thing where he goes to the to the mad scientist, who's played by Kelsey Grammer, who's also a monkey, which is hilarious in itself. Right, um, but he does that whistle, and now because like I didn't like I didn't I've never seen Steamboat Willie. I don't ever need to because it's probably shitty, um, but I never knew like that whistle to like that whistle. He does that, but that's you know it's a callback to Steamboat Willie. I didn't know that until like now, I do. Uh, but that that whole thing was like very weirdly sexual, like. Like, Minnie Mouse is, like, shopping for bikinis. Like, she's like, I know Vicky's going to want to fuck when we go to Hawaii, so let me... I mean, yeah, the whole thing about about the video game thing is, like, he's paying attention to the game and not to her in, like, a bikini or whatever. And I'm like, what are you guys doing to Mickey Mouse over here? Like, what's going on? Like, like realistically, like, Mickey Mouse is it? well, he's in his, like, 50s. But, like, in in that universe, he's, like, in his 20s. He would be, like, ready to fuck. Like... I can't not judge him. I mean, like, hey, he's playing a Seven Dwarfs fighting game. I mean, come on, you know, he like, is. He's he's got to get he's got to get uh, right. tournament ready. He's got to get ready for the for the back to back championships. Yeah, Sonic Fox has a really has a really sweet Maleficent game. Malevolence, malevolence. His Cinderella, yeah, Cinderella has like excellent footsies. Oh, it had a really good up. phrase. Had a really good phrase. Tried off on her. On yeah. her, you know. I'm done. On her I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh, are you mad because I know more fighting game terms? Than no, you, you didn't. Oh, you use the word footsie. Oh, what a what a what a storied fucking expert you are. I am an expert. I just want to see uh, Maleficent's fireball motion. You know, but uh, yeah, and then her final like. Her dragon, yeah, the dragon, fucking amazing. Level three, yes, yes. Yes. Die one thousand three, die one thousand deaths. What? Hey, I was I was gonna gonna say final form, like yeah, like Frieza. Yeah, free freezer. Sorry, freezer. We're talking frost cooler, King Frost. (laughs) King Frost, (laughs) fuck off. I thought you were actually going to say Freezer because, like, that's your. You've been watching so much of Bridge that it's. He's literally just Freezer to you now. Give me some credit. Something I've been that listen to all systems Goku. Okay, there you go. Now, see now, now you're in too deep. Can't go back. Can't wait to get the, the to the Ginyu Force. Me and T.R. are going to go on a Toku Sentai kick all over again. Like it's mid 2018 all over again. Dude, my truck. Dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, the edits of that show sometimes are just impeccable. I don't even—I yes. don't even know if that was like a four kids edit or anything. I, that might have been just in the show. 
I think it was in the show, but yeah, if you, it's not if Blue you're, Popo. If you want to watch Dragon Ball Z, just watch Dragon Ball Bridge. Uh, yeah, even even though the the creators would multiple times tell you not to do that, but do I, you? I, I, I think it's more like a precautionary thing. Just like, <clears throat> please don't sue us. That could be it too. It's very but, much that I bet. But it's so good. It they takes a little just... while though. I don't know. I I as much as I liked the early stuff when at, at its time, it's uh. Oh, no, the it's dated. Tr- oh, yeah. Yeah, the uh, not great. I mean, it was like every other abridged show, pretty much, besides Napa. Like, and, right. Like, they intentionally drove Napa to the ground and made him a ghost, and then they they barely ever bring him up. It's just like a reference now, which I think is yeah. pretty smart to do. But the Cell Saga is probably the greatest writing ever. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. I It's dramatic in all the right places. It's, like, it's really fighting and smart when it needs to be. Um... And their homages to everything, like visual and audi- audi- audible, uh, very good. And then the the English version of um, Day of Fate, uh, yeah, Day of Fate, which is oh my god, it's so good. It's very, it's very good. It, it's one of those things where, like, obviously they know a lot of their audience grew up on like the Funimation Toonami days of like the nineties, but it's like there's a lot more to Dragon Ball than just that. And well, they do, and, and they will occasionally reference. You know the Falconer scores and whatnot from time to time because there are some killer tracks off that stuff. But it's because Scott's a huge fan of just everything in general. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But oh god, I love. I have a soft spot for the Falconer tracks that aren't just generic battle music. You know, like the character themes. He tended to do pretty. They were like wrestling intros a lot of times. Like listen to Vegeta's like intro theme or whatever in the Saiyan saga. Tell me. That man is not walking onto like a WWE ring. Hell yeah, I always want to hear <laughs> da, da, the bells. Da, da, like, da, da. no, I don't want to hear that actually. God. <laughs> but uh, so that's your Dragon Ball update. Uh, there's really, it's funny now because we're in this calm before the storm period of the Broly movie where people are just talk, like trying to make content and trying to talk about these Dragon Ball Heroes shorts, which are literally just like commercials and promotional like seven minute promotional shorts and it's just like Goku uh, from this universe does a thing and Time Patrol Goku does this other thing it's Super Saiyan Blue versus Super Saiyan 4 and nothing happens it's it's all animated if your Goku doesn't sound like a 70 year old woman I don't fuck with your Goku Jesus God are you telling me Moscow X sounds like a 70 year old woman no I'm just saying Goku should sound like a 70 year old woman because Goku always sounded like a 70 year old woman yeah, even as a kid, oddly enough. But yeah, there's my... I went to Tallahassee. I had lunch with uh, with Chris Antista and Sam and Sarah. Uh, or dinner, I guess. I had a Pocus Spice beer. God. Which was, it, which was great. I, I'm not going to be that, that the, the white guy in the room that makes that Do talk it. shit about Do pumpkin it. spice, but it's just... First like, of all... First of all, I'm basic as shit. Uh, it's so. just every, it's just it's not even it's not even like they're trying to be everywhere now. It's just one of those things that's like it's so permeated that it is actually everywhere without even trying anymore. Are you gonna do the Chris thing where you're like it's not even fu- like it's not pumpkin pumpkins don't taste like that? Are you well, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna be that fucking uppity about it. Yeah, but uh, I had a pumpkin spice beer, which was great, and then I had a vegetarian um, stromboli. Which Ooh, was fun! Okay. Yum. Yeah, yep, it was definitely okay. Uh, no, it was really cool. Like I said, uh, it's always cool hanging out with Sam and Sarah, and 
it's always cool when you know when Chris can actually not be doing twenty million things at work at once. To hang out <laughs> with, so. so that was great, um, and yeah, and then I drove back home. So that was my trip to Tallahassee. I went there for a, a, a show, a showcase, and then left. That happens. But, I went to hey, Austin yeah. this weekend, which was like a four-hour drive. And, but I spent the night. A, yeah, but you went for a wedding. I went for a wedding, uh, and it was a hippy dippy wedding, and it was a lot of fun. And I got Waterburger. Did, did they have an open bar there? Yeah, there was a lot of good. alcohol. Good. <laughs> yes. Uh, the last couple of uh, weddings I've been to was it's like, nah, there's no open bar. Yeah, this was like so. so lame. This one, this one yeah. thing is full of mixed and tequila. It's very strong. There's nothing else in it but mix and tequila, which is gross. And no one had cold brew coffee and whiskey, which was good. And then there Fucking was like... Texas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, then iced tea. And then two uh, different boxes of, of photo wine. The Drake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both, actually. He happened to be there. Yeah. It was good. Talking uh, about Chad's and Stacy's. If you have if you haven't seen the SVU episode about incels, it's actually pretty funny. It's one of the greatest episodes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's for, uh, we put our searches to the dark web. A lot of stuff came up. But yeah, continue with your wedding thing. I'm sorry to derail with. Oh, bullshit. it was fine. Uh, it was very unconventional because the bride and groom are very both very quirky and odd. Uh, she's an artist, and of course, they live in Austin, so everybody is odd and quirky. <laughs> And I was like, I am the most basic person here with my friend. I'm the plus one. <laughs> there you uh, go. Hell yeah. I was like, I'm so awkward. And then like three drinks in, I was an extrovert. That's <laughs> all it takes. And I, yeah, and there was a treasure hunt. And Chelsea, my friend, is very competitive. And I am not. Uh, so I tried to nip her competitive competitiveness in the bud by actually solving most of the treasure hunt before she could yeah so they're like okay everybody there's there's clues everywhere and i was like oh you mean like these three that i have in my hand that i solved while you were explaining everything oh jesus <laughs> and they were like the fuck kayla and i was like you be the best at escape rooms <laughs> i know i was like oh look this thing has bubbles so there's the bubble pl- maker and I already played with it, so I know something's on the bottom of it. So I just pulled it out. Oh, there's coffee beans. So that must be the cold brew thing. And then I went and pulled the thing out of the coffee, by, by, underneath the coffee maker. And I was like, oh, this looks like a grill. <laughs> but I don't know where which grill it's ta- they're talking about because there's four mm-hmm. of them. And they were like, Jesus, just goddamn it, Kayla. And I was like, I'm sorry. I just ruined everything. <laughs> they're like, you're ridiculous. And I was like, cake, let's just go have a whole bunch of cake now. And I did. I had like four pieces of cake and a lot of whiskey and coffee. And it was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. And then I fell asleep when we had IHOP this morning. Yeah, that's, that does sound pretty nice after you know, mm-hmm. a big old traveling trip like that. Nice little IHOP thing. I just, <sighs> I'm so boring. I just picked up hours at work because I needed more money. Understandable. Nothing wrong with that, but per se. But it's just like I don't know. Like I, I left work today, and I had f- somebody egged my car. Oh, what like, the fuck! The, uh, just on the fucking back, like the back side window, and like specifically the the driver's side uh, rear view mirror. I'm like, why would you? What? This is 
this isn't even inconveniencing. Like this is like I can fix this in five seconds with a sponge. This is just yeah. the ghost of the ghost of Ryan Davis. The ghost of Ryan Davis has come from my corn do- uh, corn dog hate. Yeah. Oh, I had a really good corn dog the other day. That I shared it with uh, the little group that we're in, and it was great. Yeah, I wonder, fuck you. I wonder, I wonder if you that corn dog. So I got that corn dog from uh, Crystals. The Crystals when they do their corn dog, the, they batter, the batter's fried just a little bit too hard, uh, but it's a nice little soft texture on the inside. Oh, nice. Uh, the the hot dog to stick ratio is so great. Um, obviously, you just add a little bit of ketchup. It's really good. I'm just saying. Chris corn dog, um, a solid seven out of ten. Nice, but that's on the corn dog scale. If you put it on an actual food scale, it's like a two. No, I'm rating corn dog. I mean, and also, you know, it's cornbread. You're already ruining the hot dog inside by nestling it inside of fucking Uh cornbread, man. It's just like, oh, so, so fucking gross and grainy. You know what? Can't get behind it. I I might try and make a type of corn dog. But instead of using like a hot dog, use like a sausage link. Ooh, that's good. People do that like with an, pancake. No, no, I mean like a like a regular sausage, like an Italian chicken hot, or like Ooh. a kielbasa. All right, what, what what if I get like a real tiny, like one of those, uh, like a soft shell taco, and wrap that? In, I basically a pig in a blanket. You know what? I'll just have a pig in a blanket. Oh, <laughs> pig in the blankets are great too. Yeah, so those are good. Those that, are good. That, that it's like a corn dog, but good. Oh no, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you get the bread. You get the, you know that kind of texture. You yeah, need. but it's a different type of texture with the bread because that's more like a croissant puff pastry type, and cornbreads are a little bit more denser. Cornbreads are like dense, grainy sponges uh, that can be super sweet. Mm. Like have a nice mm. sweet to the savory. <laughs> if, you know, the, the the worst part of a corn dog is the hot dog. For sure. Yes. What the fuck are you talking about? It's the yeah. reason you eat a corn they're dog. Awful. I love hot yeah, dogs. I mean, they're I mean, terrible. They're they terrible. They're terrible for you. Good but. Johnsonville hot dogs inside Ballpark of corn Franks. dogs. Ballpark Franks. Yes. Like now, Johnsonville sausages. Those need to be inside. If you want a hot, hot dog, be a grown up and, be, and get a brat. Yes. Oh, God. A brat. That's just when you're like a snooty German, is when you get a fucking Yeah, brat. and then you put some sauerkraut on top. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Dog. Get out of here. And then. It's it, it's a hot dog if you want to make it into a meal. Back to the yeah. fatherland. And then, like, Ugh. pretzel bread hot dog bun. Boom. Now you're just going full German. Like, yes. Some some mustard, some Bavarian mustard. Some, some Lederhosen. Get some beer cheese in here, too. Yes. Get some. Get a good Shiner Bach. Gonna on. play some Rammstein. I hey I I will definitely listen to polka, uh, you know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 if I can pay for this meal for free, all I have to do is just listen to polka. I'm fucking down. As long yeah, as right? it's as long as weird now. First of all, polka slaps. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, mariachi is just like spicy polka. <laughs> what the fuck? The mariachi band? What the fuck are you talking what about? What did you Keelan? say? Like a mariachi band. It's like, it's polka, but it's like a weird, me- it's Mexican polka. Ah, so, sure. That's what it feels like. Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, polka. Oh, no, mariachi band. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did this, this polka like yell out like every like three hey. minutes? Yeah, yeah, actually. Like, you can. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is actually, yes, you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's some, there's some really good German fests in Texas because. We are riddled with German towns. Same thing so. in Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati is literally... 
it's like half Irish, half German. German, and yeah. And then, all, of course, like, all South Catholic. Dakota's all, like, Swedes and Norwegians and Germans Oi, and Polish. Oh, yeah. And... Schlitterbahn. Only... Close down Vaterpark. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Definitely Cincinnati is filled to the brim with that stuff. A lot of Oktoberfest stuff going on. A lot of, like, uh, it's just shit to do here in the fall. And nothing new in the summer. Because no, I can't name a group that I'm interested in that would come to Cincinnati uh, pretty much ever. They always go to Columbus or Cleveland. Yeah, that'll be me next year. So. Going to Cleveland. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, uh, oh, don't get me started on Pittsburgh. They'll go to Pittsburgh three times a year. <laughs> Fucking did too good for Cincinnati. You can't handle if you can't handle us at our our cinnamony chiliest. You don't deserve us at our best. Okay, Dylan, enjoy enjoy your Cincinnati Bengals. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I love Marvin Lewis. Everybody loves Marvin Lewis. He's the most unwinningest man in football. It's the best we got, I guess. We went to the playoffs like three times before, and like, a, sure, sure, yeah. No one else is paying attention to this team. Exactly, yeah. So, God, there's not nothing more mediocre than being a Cincinnati sports fan. Let me tell you. So, that's why I'm not, and also I don't care much for sports. That's sad, sad but true. Even when they're like hometown heroes, I'm just like. Oh, sorry. What? What is happening? Did, did like Egon hit the remote? Yes. <laughs> Egon hit Sabrina the Teenage Witch mode. Oh my god. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> Alright, I, I gotta ask, the reboot or the original the, 90s show? No, no, the reboot. It's on Netflix. Okay. So I was like, yeah, alright, I'll start oh, watching that. Okay. So. And, if I may, season two of Castlevania is also on Netflix. And that show I is very am, good. Uh, I'm thinking about doing that too on... Because I have the 31st and the 1st off, so mm-hmm. Lucky. it might be a marathon. Yeah, I mean, it's only 12 episodes, and they're like 20 minutes each, so. Yeah. It would not so. It would take you like four hours. So I'll go, I'll go vote. I am not off on the 31st. See, Chipotle on October 31st, they have a little thing called Burrito, and it's just uh, from like a nice chunk of time. If you come in in costume, you get a $4 entree. Pretty much that's it. So, uh, okay. It, it's pretty simple and straightforward, which is why it's so popular, but yeah, it's going to be a fucking slog that day. Yeah. I can already tell. And it's, it's funny. It's like an all hands on deck kind of thing. Like everybody's working that day, either prepping or working during it. So support your local Chipotle's like, or don't, I don't <laughs> care. I'm off the clock. <laughs> Uh, yeah, ta- Taco Bell's closer than me, sorry. Uh, sh- you already stand for Taco Bell anyway, man. <laughs> you could have been twice as far away as your nearest Chipotle, and you wouldn't have been like, oh, I'll just go to Taco Bell. They got my new Kickstarter on tap. So, uh. sorry, that's the reason I go to Taco Bell. Excuse me. <coughs> hey, shit's cheap, man. It sure, <laughs> it sure is. That makes it, that makes it great, objectively, but... But I have been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is still really good. Just gonna glad to hear it. I mean, I feel like you're going to be playing it for the next like six months, based on what I can tell from that game. Uh, No, not not uh, six months. Give her like another month, and she'll be done with it. Yeah, because this is Kayla. Kayla. She she likes to run through her RPGs. True, she goes in deep. But still, it's it's Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So oh yeah, 
I figured out how to make the Roll sailors tide. sing a different type of sea chanty. <laughs> so. Can you make it Roman just to piss people off? Or can you... No. What it, uh, too early. Sorry, Sweeney. Uh, my ancient history is rubbing... Mm-hmm. Is not going yeah. going back on yeah. me. Too, too early. Give it another thousand years and I'll be fine. But... Yeah. Uh, so what's the newest uh, gameplay feature you've unlocked? Um, Have you gotten to like the mercenaries or whatever? Yeah, so I, I unlocked that my lieutenants can actually like distract people. Uh, while I fight, I unlock that one. Uh, but other than that, it's just been f- murdering people by stealth, like a whole camp of Spartans, <laughs> just murdering them one by one, just staying in one spot and whistling, and they all come. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, but in a few days, uh, Fallout 76 comes out. Oh, you're getting that? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> If there's, a, there's just like private server options or something, I'd be more interested. But it, right, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, if not, it, I'll just reinstall Fallout Three or New Vegas. At this point, I'm willing to give Fallout Four another shot. Hey, Fallout Four was good. I've yeah, it. I I didn't I didn't dislike the, I I didn't dislike the game as much as apparently everybody else did. I think it was a fine game, but it's a fine game. I, I mean, yeah, it's not. I don't like the, the the through lines of the plot as much as like New Vegas or even three in spots, but it's still it's, it's still fine. I don't know, but seventy six yeah. just kind of seems like eh, we're trying to do this weird like Rust thing, and I'm not not super feeling that. Honestly, I don't know. I wish we could just tame a giant moth, a uh, sloth that's in there, and like keep it as a pet, and then have it fight the Mothman. Yeah, that would be super cool. That'd, That'd be great. Be really fucking cool. There's some kind of like like chupacabra army or something. That'd be yep. amazing. And Dream Daddy Dating Simulator is coming out October 30th for the PS4, and that is a fun game. Also, if you have it on PC, you get the free updates. Like, there's updated stuff and new mini games and and things that are coming out with it. So, I'm gonna play that again. It's so All fun. Right. That game's good. I don't disagree. I have nothing to say on it because I haven't played it, and I'm not yeah. gonna cast. Unlike Doki Doki Literature Club or some whatever. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't have, you don't, you don't have to about. start throwing. Don't you come out for my waifus. Don't, don't don't talk shit about my mostly dead waifus. <laughs> I got. Sayori does not live by that slander, and I actually really dislike <laughs> you did that. <laughs> Sayori is the purest character in video game world. So. I. I love doing that right now. That was just—it made you, my day. Just throw you, shade. You just have Monica, you know. Oh no! And Monica no. has you. Like basic Monica aspect. has you. No. You just have Monica. Everyone just has Monica. There's just Monica. Every no, Monica has you, and Monica has everybody. That's the thing. God, I so when you guys were talking about Doki Doki Literature Club last, and I hadn't known much about it. Like, I knew that there was dark twists and stuff, but then I started listening to the soundtracks when the dark twists happened, and I'm like, it's 3 a.m., I'm editing a podcast listening to, uh, ostensibly, like, uh, the realistic sounds of somebody being hung from a noose, so I am going to go to bed. <laughs> and I'm just, it's such a great game. Tis the season. Every day I'm going to future with me and you. I'm glad we can actually have this conversation about, like, uh, you know... Dating simulator, romance, uh, like visual novel games that are actually pretty good, uh, objectively. So, there's your article. 
Yeah, yeah, the, the rise. Yeah, yeah. All, all I got to do is interview the gang grooms. That's the next step. So easy peasy lemons. Fine. Here, here's here's you interview the gang grooms. Hi, I'm Aaron Hansen. IG animation, but I'm also in Sex Bomb, and I had to kill, kick out John Schroeder because he's a racist. <laughs> I mean, you know, he probably knew it more before anybody else did. To be honest. Hey, did you know that if you can buy McDonald's, you're not oppressed? Thanks, John Tron. Hey, if you know I can date a date date a person of color, that means I'm not racist. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty. I'm accepting of gay culture. You know, I'll I'll jack off to lesbian porn. You know, it's just how accepting I am, man. I... What the, what the hell is Odd Crunchy Network right now? <laughs> what are you talking about? What Crunchy Network? <laughs> crunchy Networks. Crunchy Networks are like Crunchy Roll. Crunchy Roll bought by WB. Uh, you know, Crunchy Network. It's all your favorite crunchies, like crunchy peanut butter. Ew. Crunchy. I don't. You know what? Here's another food well, hot well, take from your boy Dylan Tierney, the king of food hot takes. Fuck crunchy peanut butter. I don't need crunch in my sandwich. I want nice soft yeah. texture, and I want like it's just gross. I don't. When you have like jelly, that's also crunchy. That's fucking gross too. And Hannah, if you're listening to this, I think when you put potato chips in your like bologna sandwiches, that shit's weird. Uh, Actually, that's fine because like, you know that that shit's crunchy. I don't want I, the crunch though. I, I used offici- to put Pringles in sandwiches. Oh, you I officially monster. quit this podcast. <laughs> but I can't abide by. Why would it? But why stuff. do you want crunch in a sandwich unless it's like bacon or like a pickle? No, pickles are no, fucking no, gross. No, no. Also, like also, Rick pickers. and Morty ruined pickles for everybody. So. You don't eat pickles? You guys don't eat pickles? Fuck pickles. Fuck them. I I eat a cucumber like a man, okay? I don't need all all, all this, like, soggy garbage. It's a a green food item, TL. Do you think I'm going to eat it? Uh, I forgot. You're you're a (laughs) five-year-old. I'm the Ryan Scott of E&B, officially. Just get your salad out of my my burger, ma'am. I, I, yeah, I am also a proud ally to the the uh, Namekian race. Okay, so I do not. So you do live off things. water and water alone? Is that all you do? <laughs> I didn't know you were you were plant based. <laughs> Tell me about Super Kami Guru. Uh, no, don't actually. But uh, God, yeah. What, how do we? Okay, yeah, food. Yeah, cucumbers gross. Fucking pickles are gross. Like, why would why would you want? pickles in anything pickles are amazing no they're just uh, mm. it's just the worst like oh i'm eating a nice tasty burger let me have the worst possible contrasting flavor with the burger possible and then have it have it in the sandwich like let's turn my mouth into like a war zone (laughs) love is a battlefield not in my mouth Clip it. Put it on Twitch. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. Sure. God. That's a, a, that's a heated food moment there. He, 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 heated five-year-old food palette moment. No, 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 no. Reheated food moment. Okay. Re- uh, microwaved. Oh, nice. Microwaved. Uh, uh. Well, microwaved with my chicken nuggies. Jesus. <laughs> I never said I had a mature palate, to be fair. Yeah, you, yeah. I just have a better one. That's all. <laughs> I still like I still like uh, I don't know I like pretzels pretzels are cool I can fuck with pretzels or a pretzel bun yeah yes those are pretzel so buns yum, all yum. Us. that's amazing yeah mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. 
Um, but this is technically a video game show, so I have to begrudgingly move on to a video game that I have played that we have not talked about. At least, I don't think we've ever really ever talked about this this game much. And actually, I know TL's a huge fan. Uh, Wind Jammers. If you, if you guys ever heard about Wind Jammers, it is uh, it recently came out from the Nintendo Switch, um, and I know the sequel's coming out. It's 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 like Switch PC or maybe exclusive to Switch. Um, but Windjammers is a uh, it's it's like ice hockey kind of like it's just it, it reminds me of just like digital ice hockey with like fighting game characters that have super moves and stuff. Um, it's a really fun game. Like uh, I it kind of rose in internet prominence uh, when Giant Bomb started playing it in like 2013. I I I distinctly remember it as like the first big Giant Bomb thing after Ryan Davis passed away. Um, that's because you're a normie. You never heard of Flying Tower uh, Disc. Excuse before. me. Excuse me. Yeah. Flying Tower Disc has always been a cult classic. Uh, even before the days of Vinny and Jeff being bored, deciding to play Flying Power Disc, aka Windjammers, uh, on a stream. But Windjammers is one of the best games that SK's ever done, and. I am pretty dope at Windjammers. It's it's really fun. I I'd say the only complaint I have about it is that there's like a score and time limit. Like if I could just make them a lot higher or like you know unlimited for in terms of like time, that'd be great. Like that's literally my only complaint because you can actually you can just like stall a bit, just a little bit, by holding onto the disc uh, for a couple seconds, and it's just like mm. it's a legitimate tactic, but that doesn't make it fun. <laughs> But no, Windjammers is awesome. It is um, like I I thought it was one of those things where it was fun to watch, but once you play it, you get bored of it pretty quick. But no, it's it is so much fun. Like it, it's very frenetic and fast paced, and it's a t- it's a two button game. And really, honestly, a lot of people don't throw the disc up very slowly all that often. Well, okay, it's a two button game, but there's also you can also you also throw firewalls and do different. Well, exactly, it's two buttons, but you use the analog stick in a lot of different ways. Uh, you can curve the disc. You can like, uh, if you hover under the disc when it's up, you can like charge a super move. Like that, it's two buttons, like uh, technically, but you do a lot with those two buttons. So it's really fun. Like I, I kind of want to get it on PS4 to play with TL. In all honesty, um, I really should because that game is super fucking fun. Yeah. So get served. And get served. And, and it's an SNK game, correct? Like originally. Yes. So like like they do those arcade archives like is was Windjammer just one of those properties that like uh, like Dot Emu just bought up so you can't even like just re-release the fucking arcade ROMs like they do with all the arcade archives games. Yeah, they just bought. They just bought like it. hamster can't yeah. fuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> ah. I don't know. Like what 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 would they do with the Windjammer too? I wonder. I don't know. Like it, it's one of those delicate situations. You know, if you change too much, then. You might lose the spirit of what Windjammers is, you know. So I'm curious to see how that would pan out. But um, other than that, I got my traditional stable of still playing through Octopath Traveler. That game is a long game. Um, it's really fun, really fun. I'm fighting an optional boss that apparently, uh, if if my uh, research on it with Cyrus is to be believed, is stronger than any other boss I've fought in this game so far. Uh, and it's just a random fucking forest that I found this guy in, surrounded by dead squirrels. So, very, very fun. It's a dire wolf. Uh, very, and it always summons all these like lesser wolves, and it's just like, ah, uh, fuck off. 
But I, I've made some very cool late game discoveries with different characters. I'm having a lot of fun. There's um, there's a game music cover artist, uh, Family Jewels, who does a lot of metal covers. He did um, most notably, I think, Crypt of the Necrodancer. He did like a, a cover album um, that was actually incorporated to into Crypt of the Necrodancer. Uh, it was kind of kind of came full circle of. Uh, he's just a lot of metal tracks and things like that. Um, and he did a whole album of Octopath Traveler songs, just like 32 songs. And Octopath Traveler has fantastic fucking music. Holy shit. One of my favorite soundtracks in a game in a long, long while. Um, just every, even just the most basic of tracks. It, it harkens back to like, um, you know, like Final Fantasy 4 or Final Fantasy 6 days of just those eclectic kind of themes. And yeah, good stuff. It's on iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. So give that a listen. But um, other than that, nothing, nothing too crazy. Uh, I haven't, haven't really uh, touched a lot of fighters or anything like that recently either. So, <coughs> I have been fighting off a sickness, and the more I talk, the more scratchy my throat gets. So, what have anybody else been playing? I think that's your answer right there. <coughs> now I've been playing shit. <laughs> I'm busy dying over here, Jesus Christ alive. Well, I just restarted Monster Hunter. Um, <coughs> started a new character in Monster Hunter. Thank you for your vote of confidence, Dylan. No, I'm dying. Uh, Don't worry. Just revive me. Give me... Get, throw one of your palicas at me. Please. Yeah, so I'm getting ready for my Game of the Year discussion time. So I decided to restart through... Uh, some of the games I played earlier in the year, so I just restarted through Monster Hunter, but I literally just started it before pay-per-view, so I'll probably play some more of that today. Um, and then it's a great game. That, I'd, love to, I'd love to start fresh with you, honestly. Well, then restart it, and let's do it. Oh, let's man. Do it. It, it, I'm just juggling so many Monster Hunter stuff this day, cause, these days, so... Cause I, uh, well, then you, <clears> did, <throat> you don't want to restart fresh with me anyway. No, I mean, I still could. I could just start, like, a different... I, I can have all my stuff, but just like start with a fresh weapon, you know, like that I haven't That's, done before. So, yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah, I progress. did that. Um, uh, I'm gonna probably play the Spider-Man DLC next week. I haven't done that, that yet, happen, though. Yeah. Um, I forgot that came out. To be honest, yeah, the heist, yeah, the heist, yeah, and then uh, eventually I want to get back to Kingdom Hearts and beat that before February. I have until February to beat. All the all the Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. All right. Yes. Tall order. At some point, I will quit my job and just play Kingdom Hearts. I will be Kingdom Hearts. You will become the Kingdom Hearts. It's, there will, will be thirteen be Xehanorts after you. I'll be Zemnus <coughs> in Kingdom Hearts. I'll be Terranort. I want to die. Xehanort. Uh, I want to die. Well, you see, Terranort is because Terra got Xehanorted, uh, and as you can see, her. Eyes are not. So I've been normal. playing inside. Uh. You see, you know, <laughs> inside the Disney World, there's also another world called uh. the Land That Time Forgot. It is Rambo Organization Thirteen. Son of a uh, bitch. And, and Gion's there, but we don't really know who she is, or if she's an amalgamation of of 
I just thought was she me. was she in Genova? Is that what happened? Yeah, she was part of Genova. Yeah. I don't I don't want any of this anymore. <laughs> Please suck this information out of me through a vacuum cleaner. I, I wanted to, I know too much about Keith. Like I don't know if people have a show like they hate or something that they actively dislike, but you know everything about it. To me, that's Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I am burdened with the knowledge of uh, When I watched, uh, a few years ago when I watched Deadliest Warrior, that was kind of me, because I'm like, why am I watching this stupid show? This is just fucking, this is like versus battles on the internet, but like they gave they gave Dude Bros a 300 million, or like, thir- like $3 million budget to like, well, I made a, a ballistic model of somebody's head and we're going to throw a fucking uh, Native American hatchet at it. And that's why he could totally beat people in Vietnam. Just let's slice jelly in half and see what and, happens. And, and, and have 17 different camera angles to show why the Spetsnaz can beat the shit out of the Russians. God. Yeah, that that show was definitely just like dude bro like internet battles or whatever. Uh, admittedly though, the, the production value on it kind of interesting, you know, yeah, like it, it's, it's, TV it's well produced enough that it's like, you know what, fine, I'll watch it. But you always, like, it, it, it's one of those things where you always wait until the end to be like, let's see how they fucking live act or finagle this fucking implausible situation. It's always so disappointing. It's the IRA versus the Spetsnaz, and it ends with a fucking guy in a toilet <laughs> with a fucking Irish dude just peeled over. And let me tell you, for the first time in my life, I'm offended. How dare you? How dare you? He may as well have had a flask in his hand. <laughs> Guy in, the, guy in the toilet with a shotgun just waiting for something to pop in. What is it, PUBG? It was the Battle Royale. Let's say, yeah, it was PUBG, PUBG before PUBG. So. Which, on that note, I did return Black Ops 4 to Redbox. I got my fill. I don't know. It's fun, but without a lot of people to play with, uh, it's a multiplayer game, you know? Yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah, I think I'm going to Redbox that uh, cowboy game. Or am I going to the library to see if they have it? Oh, God, I forgot. Libraries. Do all, all yeah, a lot of times have games. games. Yeah. No, I, I remember. I remember like, God, it, there's been such an evolution of libraries. Like, oh, we're carrying CDs now, and in, in in the era where everybody's burning CDs, and I'm like, okay, I can fuck with this. Um, but then it's just like, oh, we got we got games, and not just games, contemporary games. I'm like, what? What? Really? Like, you're just yeah. gonna you're just gonna let me borrow fucking Red Dead Redemption One for like three and a half weeks? Okay. Hell yeah. Fuck, fuck yeah, libraries. I love libraries. Indeed. Is where I go to look at for jobs. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I haven't been playing anything. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, I played... Oh, so I got to the second bots in Dead Cells. Oh, so, um, the... I was gonna say the guy with all the tells, but that's every fucking dead cells enemy. But the the guy uh, that timekeeper, yes, timekeeper. yes, yeah, that guy's uh, that, that guy's really tough. That was a pretty interesting fight. It was it got really cheap at the end there. I was like, oh well, this sucks. I mean, the first boss uh, kind of got cheap at the end, in my opinion. But yeah, but that's a point now where I could like walk that boss. No <laughs> you just developed the like, skills over time for doing that shit. Yeah, so uh, it's. Dead Cells is a really good game. Um, I'm not sure if it's good enough to steal somebody's review and try to pass it off as your own, but it's definitely a really good game. Um, and I don't think it's in my top ten of this year. 
Really? Yeah, so far. I, I mean, besides like Monster ten. Hunter, like what's in your what? What do you think is kind of etching out your top ten? Uh, well, right now I know for a fact Monster Hunter is on that list. I know Spider Man is on that list. Um, I, I, God of War didn't hit me like it hit everybody else, but it's definitely on that list because um, it's still a really good game. Um, I have, uh, I have. Um, Bloodstained on that list. Bloodstained is very good. Bloodstained, everybody yes. forgot about, but that game is is the best Castlevania game in a long time. That's probably the best Castlevania game I've ever played. Like, uh, like, say, barring you know nostalgia for like Symphony of the Night or like the GBA games, like it's it's very very good. I like playing as the other characters too. Like, there's a lot of variety in in what is it. What's supposed to be yeah, like a like an eight bit sprite work game. is tremendous. It's like the stuff I loved about. Shovel Knight, right? You know, in a Castlevania game. Um, so yeah, super, no, I super definitely good. Bloodstain is definitely on that list. Um, I, I, I I know you didn't like, catch the Dragon Ball Fighters as much as I did, but would that still probably like no? I mean, Dragon Ball. That's that's on the list. Dragon Ball Fighters is definitely on the list. I enjoyed when I played the Dragon Ball Fighters definitely more than I did of Dead Cells. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And then obviously Spider Man is. Very hugely on that list. And um, see, now this might be a hot take, but I would probably put Mega Man Eleven on my top ten. It would probably be number ten. But I, I haven't played I've it. been playing more and I more have... of that game, and it is it is downright pleasant. I don't know, like I'm having yeah. a good time. I haven't I mean, played that's that fine. I, I mean, yeah. it's, it seems like a, like a solid ass Mega Man game, but it's just like how many people are playing it? Not I mean, many, but it's a, it, it's yeah. still on like the charts, like the digital sales charts. Uh, it's consistently in like the top fifteen. Right. And it's been out for like a month, or well, at least like two or three weeks. So I, I think uh, reception-wise, I think it's doing at least all right. I feel like they're going to continue with this style of Mega Man game. Hopefully they, they decide to change a little bit more, maybe do something in the X franchise. I know people have been clamoring for an X game for a while, so... Yeah. I don't know. Like, I... Yeah. I don't, I, until Smash Ultimate comes out, which, put a pin on that for... I want to talk about the fucking leaks for that game that have been popping up recently. Because it is... It is a huge fucking. Or we don't Charlie have Day's to because some people did not look up. I won't tell leaks. you what characters they announced. I'll tell you how the leaks have been happening. That's all. I'm not going to tell you what characters are involved for sure. But um, I have to assume that, barring Super Smash Brothers Ultimate being just you know uh, 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 the worst, you know Smash Brothers are like fucking terrible beyond reproach. That's probably on my top ten. It's a safe. It's a. It's like I can have the seat reserved. You know, like it's gonna. It's an automatic it's lock. Yeah, probably be there. Like I can't imagine it not being like top five. You know. Yeah, but I mean, I, I still. Say, I still gotta play the cowboy game. I still have to play. Um, play the cowboy game. I still have to play Assassin's Creed, which I haven't done yet. Um, if you haven't tried Celeste, uh, I'd give that one a shot. I think a lot of people are gonna bring up Celeste. Yeah, so I haven't played Celeste. That was a January game, I believe. Yeah, right. But, so uh, there's like there's still a lot of games I there in my back burner I haven't played yet. I haven't given um, a, a rough list of like if I it, Mega Man Eleven was the last one on that list of like if I'm enjoying a game enough I'll just like add it to this nice list of like here's 2018 games I've been I've been really digging and Monster Hunter World is definitely there. See, and it's one of those things where I'd want to put Monster Hunter Generations on there, but because it, it uh, you know. It came out in Japan like two years ago, so I, it's not really like a, a brand new, prim and proper 2018 game. But I don't know. Right. I mean, Octopath Traveler could be my game of the year. It really could. 
I'm I'm very I'm very high and very strong on that game, but uh, we'll see where how it pans out. So I don't know. I even like yeah. There's a lot of little games out out there that will, will sneak up on. Shout you out to and a lot of like people's top. Just shapes and beats came out this year. That game's been in like the last five packs, and it's actually really fun. We got minutes into the we breach. Got, uh, Donut County, uh, Return of the Obra Din, which I'm really fascinated by. Uh, oh gosh, Luminous else? Remastered. <laughs> that game is great, even if it had long load times. I mean, it's Luminous. Sure. It's a, it, Luminous is great. Lu- like, Luminous I like is Luminous. Really good. I played on my Switch. Luminous is a hell of a game. It was like the PSP system seller. It was like literally framed to be Tetris for Game Boy, but on PSP. Didn't quite pan out that way, but it was still a really, really fucking good game. So... I might make a petition that I still put Breath of the Wild as my number one game of the year because I'm still playing it like it's a game that came out in 2018. <laughs> it's 2018. That game is huge. It's 20, let's call it 2018, 2017 game of the year, uh, essentially. So. No, that game is Horizon Zero Dawn. Sorry. Uh, no make rules. God. Can't get. Like, I just said Zelda, man. Like, you can't have them in the same sentence. Otherwise, they'll fight. Those games were those games came out the same fucking week, man. I like Horizon. You you did me dirty by coming out like uh, literally a week before Zelda. Just uh, that, and it was around that time where I started. It started dawning me about just like there's too many video games. Like every game that's coming out that I want to play is now just this fucking sixty hour plus slog. You know, like and not to besmirch Assassin's Creed Odyssey. But that game seems like uh, the tipping point for that stuff, where it's just like, I I could never find myself having time to really dig into this game. Like, it, there's just so much to it. Like, this would be a Desert Island game, if anything else. If I had no other games, like, right. I could play this game for 200 hours, probably. Same thing with Red Dead 2. Right. Where you just have, like, there's just so much shit going on, where it's like, I'm gonna be, you know, if, if I'm like a, I'm gonna play it on the weekend or play it for for like a day type person, then like, yeah, I'm good for the next like six months with this game. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. like it, it. There's just there's too many games, man. Like I, I, I would have gotten Red Dead, but I'm like still too deep in my own backlog. Like, I got, I, I have a set goal, like an ultimatum for Octopath Traveler. I want to finish it by November sixth, election day, for those not in the know, um, because. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah okay <laughs> world of final fantasy uh for the nintendo switch is coming out and that i've had my eyes on that game since it was announced so oh i also have to play through dragon quest I haven't done that yet and yes you're yes. a god man dragon quest 11 also a great game i've heard nothing but great things so yeah listen to the grind for episode right. i did with uh brendan hess uh he is super high in that game he loves that game Probably as much as I love Octopath, so, and we. I mean, since we're on the topic of RPGs, I, I, I just decided, like Sarah and I were, were just like, yeah, I think we're done with Borderlands One. We just got to the point where it's like, I don't want to finish the rest of these side quests in, in the DLCs at all, because I, I, I like that last DLC, the the Robot Revolution one, is, is just so, so it, it's it's just like some of the worst issues I have with Borderlands. Borderlands One had shit DLC besides yeah. like General Knox. Like that was the only one that was even halfway decent. Uh, mm. The writing, writing is pretty good, but like the actual gameplay of it's not great, because you have these like huge ass levels that that you have to like run 
It's from one, one point area to, to the next, but there's like a whole lot of nothing. Right. I mean, that's just the one. Like between that or like oh, Mad Moxie's Underdome Riot or whatever, or like the first one, which I don't even remember. Wasn't it something with Doctor Ned? The, uh, the zombie island, island of uh, Doctor Ned, where you fight zombies. Yeah, like, it's just mm, not digging that at all. Like Borderlands Two. I mean, if, if you want like a lengthy DLC. discussion on Borderlands and all of its DLC, oh lord! Last night, oh gosh, <laughs> I recorded like nearly nearly three hours of Reese, and like okay, granted, like a good like thirty minutes of it was just like bullshitting, but still like well over two hours of of of, of just discussing <laughs> Borderlands in general as, as an RPG. And then actually getting to the actual meat of like, okay, let's actually talk about the the, the parts we it's, like. It sounds, it sounds like it's gonna, that's going to be like a three parter. <laughs> I saw your audio, your no. audio, your file size, man. It's a lot. Oh, oh, geez, certainly a yeah. two parter. Yeah, that's going to be two. But I mean, like, for sure. grind forever and um, level select. Oh, that's yeah, definitely um, for sure. But I, that was the plan anyway. But I was already planning. It's like I have a lot to say about this fucking game. <laughs> God, yeah. It wasn't. I, I in so uh, Borderlands Two DLC seemed a bit stronger because they added characters. I don't know. Like, I uh, Gage was uh, like my favorite character in Borderlands. Like, I loved messing with uh, Death Trap and uh, kind of just like building around anarchy stacks and whatnot. Like, just like min maxing all that crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, I had fun with her. Yeah, there's no uh, DLC characters or no, no playable classes that, that were in like Borderlands One because no. like, it, it had like a really, uh, yeah, like two mediocre DLCs, one like really really bad DLC, and then one like one DLC. It's like no, this this is like a half of the base game here right, right here now. <laughs> so like one really strong DLC, and then two had also four dlcs but it was just like well they were all at least stronger i don't know like captains oh yeah oh yeah like it was just it was just like that one dlc that the uh, sir hamlock one it was it's like this is disappointing yeah that was that was I mean, the it's not the terrible but it's like but tiny tina's assault on dragon okay. keep might be one of the best things borderlands ever done exactly so yeah. you know take the good with the bad for that pre-sequel i don't know and i don't care so um, it's better than you think, and so is its DLC, but anyway. I mean, I have it because I got the PS4 collection, but... Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Do not revisit Borderlands 1. Um, <laughs> maybe the DLC, but it's kind of weird if you want to revisit the DLC, but uh, just listen to the podcast. For sure, for sure. And we're not totally going to plugs just yet, but I mean, I can put a bow on Smash Brothers because that leak's been around for almost a week and it hasn't been debunked and there's only more and more layers they've added to it just know that uh the upcoming illumination film the grinch is involved uh extensively with the smash brothers leak and i'll try hey how bad bad can it be i'm just i'm just helping the economy that lorax movie is is one of the worst things i've ever seen in my life because it's uh, All the Lorax stuff is. Wait, wait, wait a second. Are, are you saying like Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be in Smash Brothers? I actually, you know what? If they put Doctor Strange in Smash Brothers, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, just give him his Marvel vs. Capcom tool set. Let's go. No, but I want Yamcha in Smash. Uh, hey, I'm, all I'm saying is <laughs> Goku and Smash Brothers going to happen after Cloud. After don't, don't, don't after Cloud, I think anything's possible. Like, Cloud is literally the fucking walking, talking symbol of how Nintendo fucked Cloud's up. Cloud's a video game character. Goku is a manga character. But he's not just any manga character. He's, like, the manga character. Like, yeah, and and he's a prominent Bandai Namco figure. And who made Super Smash Brothers Ultimate? 
Bandai Namco. Leave dumbass Superman alone. Lee, I just let put him no. Be. Here's the thing. Put him in just so I can play as Goku Black. There you go. That's all I want. Uh, That's all I want. Give me my my inextricably British sounding pompous Goku, please. Of so. it's not you, you're not a big bad Dragon Ball villain unless you have this big pompous attitude to you. I mean, hey, it's it, uh, even Boo, even Majin Boo gets a big pompous attitude. Uh, when he fucking absorbs Piccolo or some shit. God, I... Mm. The more I think about the Boo arc, the the more I really don't like everything they do after Super Boo comes into play. Up until then, it was pretty it's good. It's too long. Uh, if they would have just had... If they would have just had Fat Boo and then, you know, have his pissed off moment where he splits and then it's Kid Boo and then you just go straight to Kid Boo, that'd be pretty cool. But no, they had to have a whole fucking, like, 70 episodes of... Here's... Super Boo, he's like a fucking poor man's perfect cell. Yeah, go, go nuts. <laughs> Gohan's gonna look like a fucking idiot for like twenty episodes. Go fucking nuts. Uh, God, I haven't reached that point in Dragon. No, Ball, you'll but... get there. You'll get there. You, you'll certainly get there. Ugh. Get get ready for for Gohan to just get his dick kicked in the dirt for the next twenty years, to the point where I don't even know if he's in this new Brawly movie at all. And fucking Kid Raditz and Young Nappa are gonna be in this movie. But, you know, Gohan's going to just fucking be feeding... I, he's To his credit, he'll probably be busy being a good father. Uh, but, yeah. Ugh. So, I did see, God, they had promotional images of, like, young Nappa and, like, kid Raditz. And I'm like, this Raditz, like, oddly has my forehead shape, and I'm kind of uncomfortable about that. Like, just in, like, the way the hair on his sides, like, curved back. If I had a widow's peak, basically, I'd have, like, Raditz's forehead hair. And I'm just like, hmm. hmm. Please don't have me jobbed out in the first four episodes of Dragon Ball Z. God. Uh, man, I, I, I'm just... I, I I don't understand Broly or the appeal of him at all. He's a... Because he, he's just it's like, oh, oh, man, you thought, that, like, those Saiyans were tough. What if a Saiyan was, like, already I mean, buff he, as hell? I mean, he's like if, if, Hulk, if the Hulk was a Saiyan, and, and that's his appeal, is that he's... Big and muscular, pretty much, and he's like super strong. Like that, that's his character, you know. And when they tried to deviate, they well, they haven't tried to deviate from it. That's all it ever was, and that's all they ever tried to do with it. And then they made him like a Frankenstein monster, where they tried to clone him, and then he was like a fucking like weird swamp thing looking dude. It this at least this new Broly movie is doing interesting things. Is all I'll say. And. Don't you? You probably, uh, from what I can tell, you don't have to have seen any of the previous Dragon Ball Super stuff to really understand what's going on. You could, like Robert, you could probably just walk into it fresh. No thanks. I know you will. <laughs> I know you. It's not coming out till January. You've got two months of of me incepting your your mind. Uh, uh. So, uh, but barring any of of that bullshit, I haven't been playing anything else. Seems like it's been a pretty sparse weeks it's none of us have, none of us are actually on the red dead grind which i'm surprised about so maybe we'll be there by next week i don't know i certainly don't think i'm picking it up so that sounds like a blast it sure does this this it sure this podcast is. has the momentum of a runaway freight train so uh we <laughs> uh we will. He- I'm sorry. I went. I went down a weird uh, rabbit hole. By I started listening to how bad can I, can I be? You really listened to the entirety of that fucking Ed Helms. 
Mm, that movie's so fucking bad. <laughs> so and then I went to the Princess and the Frog. So I just started listening to If I Was a Human Being. So you had to like I you had to like, cancel out the vibes. And I played his horns. Like yeah. Yeah. Like it, it. it see you needed to wash the taste out of fucking Lorax out of your mouth. That movie is predicated on the fact that uh, Zach Efron wants to have sex with Taylor Swift, and to do that, he's going to plant a tree, and then the, the yeah, flashback. Remember, also Zach Efron is like a, a baby, and Taylor Swift is like sixteen years old. It's it's like she... it's weird. It's very weird. That movie is just like they made Rob Riggle the villain, which at, at first I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but then he's just like every like he's a nothing. He's just like uh, evil corporate man. Uh. But with actually nothing to say about corporations. Yeah. And then they made the Lorax say DeVito. Which that, uh, objectively, <laughs> I'm okay with. But they never did anything with it. He was very tame. He was not the Danny DeVito I have come to know and love. At least penguin him up a little bit. Have some malice in there. Fucking bite a... Bite, <laughs> bite a kid's nose off. Uh man. Batman Returns, also a bad movie. You heard it here first. It's not, but anyway. Oh, it's. Not. I love um, Batman. Why? How did penguins day. raise him? Why? How did penguins ra- ra- raise Cobblepot? Are they like fucking? Is it like Mogwai in the Jungle Book? Like what happened? I don't know why you're assigning actual fucking reality to a fucking Batman movie. Why is it reverse why Moses? Why do you do that? He got why put do in a like. Oh, Moses. that doesn't really happen in real life. It's a, it's a fucking goddamn movie. Look, I'm just, just saying. Get the fuck over it. I'm just saying. Why was he like Moses? Like they put him in a little raft down at Gotham River. Like, oh <laughs> god. Who cares? Also, who yes. thinks that Catwoman would actually be a ditz before she became Catwoman? Who cares? Oh, it's a movie. <laughs> Whatever. The thing is, Dylan, is that sometimes symbol symbol symbolic t- uh, storytelling doesn't need to be fucking one to one real like believability reliable fucking narrator bullshit okay what what was batman returns trying to say trying to convey what was the message for the audience eat the rich uh buy buy mcdonald's the kids meals that's right that is it it's buy this fucking toy umbrella that spins around Uh, eat the rich and here's the thing since you guys want realism how can a scrawny nobody all of a sudden become fucking Captain America? Well, science. Science. All right. So if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, I'm at Kayla Zumbom. I'm at CinemaSins. I'm at CinemaSins. Robert is Twenty Three Breach, and Travis is uh. Austin, at Austin underscore Walker. There you go. Uh, you can follow you us on P and B Cast. We are also on Patreon. Give us money. The Black Philippine. It'd be great. <laughs> uh, yeah. We also Ooh. have other podcasts like Grind Forever, which is a bi-weekly uh, role-playing podcast. Level Select, which also uh, is between the like, Grind Forevers, which is amazing, and you should listen to it because Robert does a fantastic job. We also have Full Metal Optimus. Whenever that's gonna get going again? Hey, Who it's knows? already going. It's already going. We, Come on. We literally Come just on. did a new episode. See, they, yeah, there you go. And then we're back on the horse. We after Alpha, where we try and pretend that we are other people, and where I try to pretend that my backwards hillbilly parents won't murder me. That's true. So I don't have that problem yet, but it's nope. gonna get there. We'll get there. We're gonna have some fun. Also, Sarah, uh, Robert, amazing. 
beautiful, intelligent girlfriend is also on that. And I love doing podcasts with her because she's rocking. And yeah, that's it for the day, guys. And I can confirm she's banging. Uh, Wait, that came out wrong. Okay. Good night, everybody. Roll tide. Roll tide. (laughs) Cuckolds at the end of this episode. (laughs) 